0: You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 96, recorded December 13th, 2020. The topic for this episode is "Legacies Lament Part 2. I'm your host this time around. I am Elemist.
1: My name is Orchid, and I have a new computer, so we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> and for PodCamp, <laughs> wow! For podcast info, I have no idea. <laughs> for podcast info, uh, we encourage <laughs> feedback that can be sent to us on Twitter at Guardians underscore Lore at Ahayat's Orchid at I underscore Am underscore Elamist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast. Or you can jump in our Discord and talk to us there.
1: Yay. Send uh, me memes.
0: <laughs> you can also find our info at thelordnetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators.
1: Also we're there. Yeah. Would you consider us impressive lore content creators at this point? like we have ninety six episodes under our belt.
0: it's taken us three years to get there,
1: yeah but
0: but i i I don't know
1: <laughs> and you know what I've met forty six episodes now forty seven episodes,
0: and I'm at ninety
1: six I know look <laughs> at you. Well, if you count the two that I guessed it on before I was a host, oops, and then I, so that would be, um, 48. 48 episodes. Yeah, I'm almost at fifty. Hey, look at me! You're you're I'm halfway a podcaster. I'm halfway there, halfway to victory.
0: <laughs> you were on half of our episodes.
1: I am. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> anyway uh, so this week at Guardians of Lore time for the twoggle mm-hmm. yay! the Hawkmoon quest
1: it was so good
0: I, I hate saying
1: it. that I really liked it it was fun
0: but like I've I've got a spin foil theory that spawned off of that that oh quest.
1: yeah do you want to tell me about it
0: so like everybody's going on about how Crow needs to be the, the new vanguard for the hunters and I'm um, I'm sitting here like,
1: he's new. He's why would he be the vanguard? He has no shit. He's not only that. He can't go into the tower because everyone's going to ruffle stomp his face into the floor.
0: Exactly. But like, I I do see him eventually going to the tower. Yeah. But because of the way that quest unfolded, you know, Aldrin was talking about all these dreams that he was having and. He was trying to interpret them and everything. I see him as the new speaker.
1: You know, a part of me does see that. And the rest of me is like, I don't know. And I only say that because, like, I do see because you're like, he has constant dreams. But I mean, a lot of I see I don't know if the difference between having just like vivid traveler dreams are different than just having dreams in general. Because you can just have yeah. dreams. Like just having dream. Like I don't know being an awoken. You just have weird dreams. Like an Ahamkara like scrambled your brains. Right. Like I don't know what but that is. But like
0: does. all of these dreams led to a shard of the traveler. Right and it, at this point he had like five or six dreams and they all led to the shard of the traveler so like it it might be me grasping at things that aren't really there but
1: i mean there could be we don't know right. i mean it would be great if if that is where it led because we haven't had a speaker since the beginning of D2 when, you know, he died, and that was really upsetting for all of us that played D1, and then people who played D2 and didn't play D1 are like, who is this guy? (laughs) No explanation.
0: (laughs) All the D2 newbies are like, he's got some awesome lines about go kill yourself, but...
1: Yeah, like, he's cool, and he's got a great mask, but he's now dead, and we don't know who he is, so...
0: And he's voiced by Bill Nye, not the I science know. guy, the other Not one. Not
1: the science guy. The the one that does like the weird Christmas dance and um what movie is that? Um, oh fuck. It's a Christmas movie.
0: I I have no idea.
1: Oh my god, I'm going to have to find it because this is going to bother me for like all day now.
0: I knew, oh. I knew him best from the Vincent van Gogh episode of oh uh, Doctor god, Who. Oh my god, I
1: love that from Doctor Who. Oh, he's so good. Right. Oh, God. No, it's that one Christmas <laughs> movie with like a bunch of like garbage people in it. Like every British actor ever is in this movie, and they're all terrible. The Hobbit guy is doing porn. Uh. What movie is that?
0: While you're Fuck. looking that up. Um, God
1: damn it. IMDB, tell me.
0: So in that quest, we got to see Crow's Nest.
1: Oh my god, that gave me so many feels.
0: Did you listen to all the stuff?
1: Yes, I did. I made I actually muted everyone who was with me so I could listen to it.
0: Oh yeah, I did the same.
1: And um, I loved how Bungie told the story of if you had read um if you had read the Athanasia uh ship, lore tab, Anestia is that what it is? If you had read the Anestia lore tab, you would have known the story. Um, but I like how they put it actually in the game for people who don't have the ship and use it every day <laughs> in the game right. like I do. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Like
1: it was so sad. Seeing the donning bowl sitting on top, like that nearly broke me. I was like, oh fuck no.
0: <laughs> like it it was great because it had the uh the shawl that was draped or the no, it's not a shawl. It's it it had the the blanket that was draped over his his dead was, body. Yeah, it
1: was it was um, the, the shroud.
0: Yeah, that's the uh, word I was looking for.
1: Yeah.
0: Um it had the shroud that was draped over his dead body when he first woke up. Mm-hmm. Um there was the dawning bowl, there was just like three or four different vocal Like dialogues, Mm -hmm. and it was it was so good to just dive into the character, especially with him saying, you know, when I first woke up, Guardians treated me like shit, and I know it had to have been because of the person I used to be, and I don't want to know that person. Like
1: it's Love Actually. How did I not remember that? I've seen that movie like twelve hundred times. Fucking hate myself. Sorry. <laughs> Keep going.
0: But no, um I actually really like the fact that Crow is like I don't want to know the person I used to be.
1: I love that that he's not he knows that it like gives him anxiety and he knows that the way people are reacting that whatever he did, like whatever he was, that he wants to be a better person, I think. Exactly. And I I like that he's not, he doesn't have that darkness that curious about, like, he's not taking the negativity that people are giving him.
0: You know? He's, he's taking it to be wary of people. Mm-hmm. But he's not taking it in a negative, like, he's not going to go full dark on us or anything. Right. The hell, if anything, we are.
1: I know, which <laughs> it's really ironic. Right. For a number of good things we've done, like we've been we're starting to be an asshole.
0: Right. Like, wouldn't it be ironic if we end up being the villain at the end and Crow has to put us down?
1: I mean, I saw I I foresaw when um when we killed him that at least like the writer in me would have brought crow back as a guardian and made him the savior somehow and had him do like a great sacrifice to save everybody in the end like a great redemption arc is how i would have brought him back and then used his character
0: i actually remember you talking about that yeah, yeah
1: that was like a year ago yeah um i don't even i think i talked about it on the podcast but i know we had that conversation together just the two of us right um, but I would—that's how I would have written Crow, the character. Like, but I like the treatment that they've given him now. That they've exactly. kind of normalized that he wants to be a better person, and
0: he knows, know, like, he knows his past life was a shithead at least. Yeah, and he doesn't I, want to be that person again. Like, I like that. Right.
1: I do, too.
0: He doesn't know his past, but he doesn't Mm -hmm. want to know it because like, he sees others' reactions to it.
1: Right? Yeah. Also, it has also taught me that Guardians have really not moved past Warlord status. No. Just because we have a tower does not make us good people. Exactly. So. Wow, guardians. Like um, fix your shit, guys. I mean, but we're the ones that literally chased him down for months and then killed him. So, I don't know what that says about us. Are
0: you kidding? I got it done in days.
1: In days? <laughs> in days. That's true. I guess we did get it done in days. I got it done in days also. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> months. What's this months, months. shit?
1: Oh, no, I was trying to be judicious with time, but, yeah, it would have been days. (laughs) It would have been, like, I'm coming for you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh So, have you used Hawkboon very much? I have. So, how do you like the change in perk, since it's not Luck in the Chamber anymore?
0: I really like it, actually. Really? Because, depending on how good you are with your headshots, it's building to that final just one mm-hmm. shot. Right. Um I was using it in patrol to test out the perk and it, like I was hitting 60,000 with a single shot or you know wow. I think I got up to 90,000 with a little bit of a a buff like weapons of light or something.
1: Because I think you can uh reload dodge with it still in your pocket and it won't reload it. Um
0: I wonder if that's because the actual reload resets the. Uh...
1: It resets the perks. I don't yeah. think it does, but I haven't really tested it out very much because I use, I use the other dodge. I don't use reload dodge.
0: Yeah, I, I don't hunter much, so like... I've been
1: trying to use my other classes lately, and it's very awkward.
0: <laughs> oh, like. It's, it's funny, because we do Deep Stone Crypt, and uh, whenever yeah. I'm on a Warlock, there's at least, like, four or five Guardian Downs while on the jumping puzzle.
1: Oh, God, yeah.
0: The people Trying are, to figure out. The people are yeah. already at the, the end, and they're like, you okay back there, E? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Fucking Warlock, <laughs> yeah!
1: Guardian Down.
0: I'm fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's a, you know, when after you get the chest and then there, you have to jump on the last platforms and there's that spinning thing you have to jump past. Oh, fuck. I hit that thing like every the single fans. time. The fans, yeah. I hit that and I, I hit it like four or five times. <laughs> They're just standing there like the Australians are waiting for me. <laughs> I'm just hitting it and dying. <laughs> that whole thing.
0: They're like, we're already in the future.
1: They're like you okay, mate? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> oh
1: man. No one is jumping.
0: <laughs> so, uh in the last week or so, mm-hmm. uh they the developers put out an update.
1: They did. It's the biggest update ever, and it is very exciting. There's so many things to unpack here, but we can hit the highlights.
0: And the first highlight would be the loot pool itself.
1: (gasps) Because the loot pool sucks right now.
0: Well, I I think they updated some of that.
1: They updated some of it, and then also... uh, Yeah, the loot pool... um, is shitty right now because it's so small it's too small
0: yeah. and
1: um so like i was so i was listening to um ddu yesterday at the time of this recording um because my friend pigeon was a guest and i mean i listened to so this destiny down under if you guys don't listen to it you should
0: because um australians
1: because um because my good friend Log Power Slave and Mylin Games are the two hosts. But they were discussing um Log was talking about how he loves his Astral Horizon and wanted a like let's like a one twenty hand cannon to use in his secondary slot. And there is none. Yeah.
0: Because,
1: because the one the that they did sucks. have
0: they got they rid of took
1: out, they got out they took out of the game. So if you don't have it, it sucks to be you. Um and so you can't use the the gun that you like because they're they have so few options that you don't have the option anymore. So if you want to use, you know, the few guns that you have left, you really have you're you're feeling the pinch, so to speak. <laughs> and I agree because I Astral Horizon is my favorite shotgun. That I use in Crucible all the time. But I'm more of a hard light person. <laughs>
0: so Of course you are.
1: <laughs> I mean, if I'm doing anything that isn't, like, like, light level related, I'll use, like, Not Forgotten and Revoker. Because I'm an asshole.
0: So... Well, and, and heck, like, I still use Revoker in, in uh, Garden.
1: Revoker's so good.
0: <laughs> it's like still so good. For anything that doesn't require current endgame status, I'll still use those, those old weapons.
1: Me too. Right? I like Wendigo.
0: I oh, I love use Wendigo. It.
1: I still use it in Pit. I mean, <laughs> why not?
0: Oh I, it's still I love good. Wendigo. That was my, my heavy when Garden first came out for like the first couple months.
1: I still think it's super good. Like Mountaintop is still good.
0: And some of the other nerfs that they did to Mountain Top kinda changed the way I feel about it.
1: Mm hmm. I don't know. I I still use it in pit um I I don't know I there's some weapons that I'll still use like regardless but
0: and and uh, teach their own it's yeah just, but for me
1: I mean yeah. just with this with the the loot pool being so narrow though it's good that they added in um, old weapons that you can get again from the past two seasons especially if you're going after the Warmind builds that everyone is doing right now. It makes me want to run charged with light builds just because no one's doing it.
0: <laughs> oh, I love charged with light. <laughs> oh,
1: me too, because I'm using protective light and I'm not dying as much.
0: <laughs> well, because like I I have a certain build where I literally mm-hmm. get up to four stacks.
1: Oh, yeah. So and using then stacks on stacks
0: and stacks on stacks, supercharged. Uh-huh. Um, Taking charge. Yeah. And then uh, usually I'll do like protective light and I have Mm -hmm. an arc piece of armor for lucent blade or high energy um, fire or something. Just something to give me that that extra edge. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not using any of those, it's powerful friends.
1: I usually do powerful friends for the mobility because I most of my armor pieces I grab for um, actually for like high grenade or high punchy punch. Um, because I always run Andes, so I want my grenade ability to be high. Makes sense. So, yeah, because I, you know, because if that's the thing that I'm going to crutch, then I'm going to look for armor pieces that l- allow me to crutch that. Because tickle fingers for life, but <laughs> so if I do that, then I'll use powerful friends, and I'll use stacks on stacks, and I'll use protective light. Um, so at least so I'll li- I won't die. Um, I will doubly don't die, and then I can also go fast, and I- then I'll have Andes, and then I'll run that in the crucible.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, well, and like I'm I'm a PVE person, so like. The majority of my builds are PVE centric. Mm-hmm. Um, I do also use radiant light.
1: Ooh.
0: And it's an arc mod. Yeah. So like, whenever I pop my super, I charge all my friends with with one charge of light. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's amazing.
1: Jeez, okay. I'm gonna have to like talk to you later about fixing some of my builds then, because it sounds like you're really good at charge with light builds, and I am like a, such a fucking noob.
0: It's it's more like I learned how to use it for protective light uh for mm-hmm. last season and then I just added a few tweaks here and there because the current system allows it.
1: Right. Yeah. The current system I really like that they've changed how some of the
0: yeah, armor pieces
1: too. have changed. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, let's see. Is there anything else? Blah blah blah. Um, let's see.
0: The developers update also cro- uh, covered crossplay.
1: <gasps> <laughs> I know. I'm so excited.
0: See, now, My my only concern is mm-hmm. cross playing with PC.
1: Okay, I will. I see your concern, and I will meet you with um. PC players have been at a disadvantage with other PC players since the beginning of D2. If you have a better PC, you are always at at an advantage. And if you're using a mouse and keyboard, you're always at an advantage. Yeah. Because, but you get aim assist if you're using a controller. Always. Um, And... So, I mean, I use a controller probably 70% of the time when I play. And the other 30, I use a mouse and keyboard. It really depends. Um, I use a Razer Tartarus uh, Pro, um, which is sort of like a keyboard, but not (laughs) because it has a thumbstick. But I've found that I've been using my new keyboard a lot more. It's just relearning where all the buttons are.
0: But now, but, see, see, like, I mean, head. the only argument I'm I'm coming into is mm-hmm. the fact that, like, okay, so PC players are at a disadvantage if they don't have the latest PC. Like, going in, they know that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But me buying a console, I just want to sit there and play, and I'm at a disadvantage because other people bought a PC and they're... they're... I think
1: think the way this will work um and this is like thinking logically i think if you are on console so let's say xbox since both of us play on xbox um so i think xbox players if you jump into crucible or jump into gambit you will still be playing with just xbox players because you're in the xbox ecosystem i think if you um want to play with your pc friends you can but I don't think they're going to automatically match you with PC players. Okay. So, and I don't think they're going to automatically match you with PlayStation players. So I think they're going to keep those barriers up. Unless you want to specifically play with those people. So, like, if I want to play with my clan members, like, um, like there's, a one of my clan members tower plays on Xbox, so if I want to play with him, um, but I'm on PC, I can't. I'd have to get on my Xbox. You know?
0: And and I'm hoping that that's how it works.
1: I think it is. Because it's. I can't imagine the shit show it's going to be to just open the ecosystem up to just everybody running around in the same instance because the lag would be incredible right the lag is already bad with just pc because i for me um because like i live near portland um and the closest kind of big hub is seattle for me so i connect to japan and korea and canada (laughs) And Australia, because I have seen people that are in like Hadley's Hope, which is another clan that I love to teabag when I'm in the Crucible, and um, my own clan in the Crucible when I'm not playing on Australian servers, but I see them in the Crucible, and I'm wondering why. So, yeah, in China, I connect to China a lot. but i'm in america so and i'm not on my i do have a new zealand vpn but that is just because i don't like seeing u.s politics in my news feed so i just connect to new zealand automatically all the time because they don't give a shit about us (laughs) it cleanses my brain that's fair yeah. My phone, if I disconnect from my VPN, my phone's like, are you okay? You're in America. <laughs> I'm like, I know I am. It's okay. Phone.
0: Even your phone's like, is something wrong?
1: Is something wrong? Like, these are the things you need to watch out for. Like, this is a New Zealand phone. I'm like, it's not. This is an American phone. <laughs> Uh, but yeah it's i connect uh all over the um the ring of fire i could say since that is what i live on I, I mean guess i guess i don't know i mean i connect to like all of asia so i hope that's not what they decide to do for xbox because you guys are going to have like one fuck of a time right
0: which is exactly so I don't... why i'm concerned <laughs>
1: I don't think that's what they're going to do. And I think like, they'll allow you to play with your friends that are on other systems, but if you're just playing, I think it's going to leave it on Xbox.
0: And like we've still got plenty of time before it even actually becomes an issue. Uh,
1: it's not even going to come out until next year sometime. Right. So
0: so quite literally like there's going to be a lot more dialogue from Bungie about it.
1: And I bet you it's not going to come out until the next big update in September, November, whenever it's going to oh, yeah. come out anyway. So we're gonna—it's going to be a whole another year before we see it.
0: Well, so I'm this like, is
1: just all speculation at this point,
0: right? It's purely speculation. Yeah, we I'm very no excited though.
1: Yeah, but now I can play with Mandy again and still be on my PC, and I'm really excited. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Did you get a new Xbox?
0: No, I've been trying.
1: Yeah. I kind of want one, but with a new PC, I'm like I don't really need one. You know.
0: Well, in heck, like if crossplay ends up being the way we're thinking it is. Yeah. I might not need a next a new Xbox.
1: Right? The new Xboxes are so cool, though. They are. All my friends have one except me. I don't know how they were all able to get one. Some people in Australia have two. That's not fair, guys.
0: <laughs> so one of my clanmates had actually ordered several, just in case, mm-hmm. like, one of them didn't show up or, you know. Really? Uh-huh. So, what? like... Pickles had multiple <gasps> show up.
1: It was Pickles? Does he still <laughs> have them? Can I buy one from
0: him? I don't think he does. I think he, uh, he sold them oh, to various Pickles. friends and whatever.
1: God damn it, Pickles.
0: And like, I was considering buying it from him because oh, it would give me a reason have. to actually go meet up with Pickles. But I still can't get... Over the whole five hundred dollar bit right now. Oh,
1: it's so expensive. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the money right now. But, oh man, <laughs> when I do, yeah, when I do, I'll get one. But anyway, the dawning is coming. It's my favorite time of year, LMS. <laughs> It's
0: The most wonderful time for a beer.
1: You know, I'm such a slut for the dawning.
0: <laughs> yeah, considering I you're love still making... rocking the. Uh, I still
1: rock. Oh, my God. All of the stuff that I always use all year round is all Donning stuff. <laughs> like, all of it. Oh, I'm so excited. The If you look at the TWAB from this past week, like, all of the screen caps and everything looks so good. Like, unfortunately, the weapon this year is a fusion rifle, so I don't give a shit. But the ship looks so good. And so I think I'm probably going to rock this ship. Because it looks like a bird. Like, it looks honestly like um, like a swallow flying. If you've ever seen swallows, I'm only saying that because I my work is inundated with swallows. And they dive-bomb you in the parking lot in the spring. It's very dangerous. Oh, I bet. Yeah. No, they just, they, they fucking come for you. And they're just everywhere, and I'm not looking forward to it again. can, but all the stuff looks so cool. There's like a lot of snowmobiles, and um, the very questionable um, bukkake ghost.
0: The, wait, uh, wait, wait, what? What
1: the you didn't see? No, the cream pie ghost.
0: No, no I. I didn't. You
1: didn't look at the twab then, did you? No. Yeah. I think for the memes, I might like. I might rock the the cream pie ghost, but.
0: Oh, I, I just I picture see what you mean now.
1: Mm-hmm. I might. I just picture the ghost being like, just a random hunter being like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." The ghost being like, ah, "Again." didn't clean me off last time no still there
0: i'm i'm not indulging in this
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> but the ghost shells are really cute um the ships are always just so pretty i'm really excited and yeah
0: i like the way the the armor looks like i'm i'm actually a fan of the way the uh Especially the Titan. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a nice way of having bulky shorter shoulders without them actually being too bulky. Yeah. Because that's my problem with a lot of the uh, armor type, or the Titan armors, is the fact that they're just huge for no good reason. Mm-hmm. But. So, that being okay. said...
1: I think that's about it. I think we wore the TWAB out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. Have
0: a good listen to this Lore Network ad.
1: Mmm. My favorite. The Lore Network.
0: Even in the darkest of places.
1: The light will always find a way through. If you're like me, then perhaps you're looking for more in-depth conversation about destiny lore. Welcome back, Guardians. My name is Trams87,
0: and I craft
1: bite sized cinematic destiny lore videos. So join me each week as I journey into some of the greatest mysteries of Destiny 2. You can find me on youtube.com forward slash Trams87. Stay safe and Godspeed.
0: Alright, brief intro to the topic. This lore book is obtained by finding dead Exos across Europa. Each entry revolves around a different Exo during the first days of the program. For the first part of the book, go back and listen to episode 95.
1: All right. This is Recovered Memory, Una 8. May 19, 8 a.m. Something's happened. They won't tell us what just yet. But Elizabeth Bray is here now, looking beaten up. Wake him up, she demands. Wake him up. He's practically dead. Are you okay, Dr. Bray? You don't look so good, I say. Una, wake him up right now. That tone, she's not playing around. Fine. He's beginning to wake. Thank you, Una. Grandfather, can you hear me? She asks. Elizabeth? The man wheezes from his respirator. He can barely breathe, let alone speak. Why is she bothering him like this at the end of his life? Don't try to speak, just listen. The glassway has been compromised. We were ambushed by the Vex. They just came through and... Killed them all, Grandfather. Uh, what? I managed to trigger the remaining defenses on my way out, but they won't hold. The portal is just sitting there open. They're pouring through. I'm activating the evacuation protocol. Please give me the codes to do so. My backup. Clovis chokes out. Activate it. But that means... I die, yes, but my time is not yet over. I clean the blood spitting out of his mouth as he talks. Everyone deserves a little dignity on their deathbed. There's no time, grandfather. We have to evacuate or people die. The old man's eyes says he knows. Legacy first, Elizabeth, he says. She's a bleeding heart beneath it all. Doesn't matter how many times they reset us. Can't lose the essence of who we are at our core. Every EXO knows that. Dr. Bray stands. She turns to leave. Fine. That can't be it, can it? She stops at the door. You'll regret this, whether you live or not.
0: Damn.
1: So, if we recall from last time, what happened? um all of the all, all the glassway got invaded um the don't you dare speak to my son me or my son ever again came through and um <laughs> 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 and uh everyone died that one exo that we talked to um got all of his limbs ripped off and um they were escaping banshee slash clovis one figured out he was clovis one yep and that's pretty much where we left it um her friend died and also told her to find some memory banks that were not her friend's memory banks yes yeah listen to the last episode if you've not listened to this (laughs) If you're starting here, this is well, not the like, place to You start.
0: recapped it beautifully, so I don't know why they would listen.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> go back and listen to it anyway, because we did a really good job
0: reading them. But yeah. Um all of that happened. The uh Clovis AI was interfering with the evacuation that was trying or attempting to happen in the last entry. Um so now it sounds like Elizabeth is trying to subvert the uh the Clovis AI. Yeah. It's going to be interesting um, to see where this goes.
1: Yeah, I think she's trying to get around the Clovis AI because the Clovis AI is crazy and
0: and kind she... of a dick.
1: Kind of a dick. and Clovis um, Clovis senior is now on his very, very last legs. Yeah, Clovis zero, I guess we could call him. Right?
0: Yeah, he would be zero.
1: Yeah, so Clovis zero is on his last legs. Cool.
0: It's good to know that that old man is almost dead. <laughs> Except not. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Clovis. He is neither an am asshole. I.
1: He is a bad, bad person.
0: Like he's willing the to sacrifice addition. his family for his own success. He like, is I, trash. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. He's a trash I, person. I don't play that way.
1: Trash human. Yeah. He is bad. Okay. so Is that my tummy? Jesus.
0: I heard that. It's, I know. Fuck. Apparently I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I will continue on with Recovered Memory Mia 9. June 3rd. 9.45pm. Yeah, The ringing. It's starting to even out. I get back on my feet. Our evac ship, it's gone. The AI destroyed it. Nearly killed us all in the process. In fact, I think he got some of us. He did. Oh god, Hector. He's not the only one. What? What did he do? Clovis One asks. We're all wondering the same thing. All experiencing the same shock. He helps Dr. Bray to her feet. She's pretty beaten up. Grandfather, you monster, is the only thing she can bring herself to say. He's on our comms again. Unnecessary evil, granddaughter. Now, as I said before, the Vex will follow the signal off-world. And when they're all gone, we can close the portal and resume production. If you want to survive in the meantime, I would suggest coming back to Exoscience. To me. I don't think any of us are eager to do that. Especially not Dr. Bray. She's leaning on Clovis 1 for support. I've never seen her so defeated. He won, she utters. Don't say that. Not yet, Clovis 1 replies. He's got some fire in him still. There's nothing more we can do. The AI outplayed us. We can shut off that portal. And how do you think we're going to do that? Look at us. We're barely standing. When Clovis woke me, he told me I was special. Said he had a powerful weapon for me. Called me unstoppable. But that I need my training first. She stares at him like he's crazy, not yet convinced. This is our fault, Elsie. Regardless of what we look like now, we are Braves. Without us, these people would st- all still be alive. We owe it to them to fight to our last breath. Guy's got a point. Doctor Bray nods. Hell, I'm nodding. Everyone still alive is in. Let's do this.
1: That guy is one hell of a speech maker. Oh yeah. He just he very much like rallied the troops around this. This is great. Oh yeah. Like go banshee. Right? I love it. Yeah, he's inspiring. She's quiet tummy. Jesus Christ. It's like I've never eaten before. <laughs> the um I feel like poor Elsie like she's been through so much but now she's like that now she's giving up at this point. Like yeah. I, I feel like this is premature for her.
0: A bit, you know, but like we don't know how many casualties there were in the evac, yeah, right. I mean, if it's like half of them are dead now, I can see some defeat,
1: right? I can too. But since she just mentions, well, Hector, we heard about in other entries Mm -hmm. or in one other entry, and they were very friendly, so I mean, because it's like a friend. It could be just kind of a devastating emotional blow.
0: It could be too. Honestly, I mean, we don't know how many victims she's. Right. Been friends with. And I say victims because we don't know if they survived the attack or not. Right. But I mean, for all we know, she could have been friends with all of them. And. You know, it. Seeing a good like 20 of them dead is going to be a shock for anybody.
1: Right. It's upsetting. I mean, I feel bad for her, but. Yeah. Like Banshee really rallied the troops. I'm interested to see like where this goes because this is really just kind of a linking entry. Shall we read the next one?
0: I say we go for it.
1: How do you say that name? Anjoli. Anjoli, okay. So I'm like, is the J silent? Is it like Mojito?
0: (laughs) I thought it was like Angelina Jolie, but they took the Jolina out.
1: The Jolina. You can never take the Jolina out of the Angelina.
0: (laughs) Hell I'm typing in Google and it's like, do you mean Angelina Jolie?
1: You're like, no, I mean Anjolie 7. <laughs> Angelina Jolie's Exo.
0: I'm pulling up the pronunciation.
1: <laughs> do you think it's just, it has really big lips?
0: <laughs> oh god, I hope not.
1: I hope it does. Most Exos don't have lips. I want this one to have really big lips.
0: Yeah, it's Anjolie.
1: And Jolie, okay, cool. All right, Recovered Memory, Angelie Jolie 7. Now I'm going to see Angelina Jolie. With <laughs> that
0: Angelina is. Jolie without the Jolina.
1: <laughs> God damn it. Okay, I can read this. June 4, 105 a.m. So the AI doesn't care if we live or die. Okay, then. Let's take matters into our own hands. It's hard to stay quiet with all of us packed into Clovis's office. Didn't get here without a fight, though. Even the secret tunnel we snuck through was rampant with Vex. Lost more of us on the way. They're everywhere here, too, but unfortunately... But fortunately, the walls and windows of Clovis's office are reinforced to handle this kind of thing. Spare no expense, he always said, though it only ever seemed to apply to himself. Clovis 1's been strapped in, running through the EXO training protocol. His stats are beyond what we've ever seen. Breaking records. Nearly breaking the programs themselves. Then again, of course he is. Clovis built him that way. The guy wanted to be the best, alive or dead. If I were Vex, I'd be turning tail and running for my life, Clovis once says, rising from the training module. Let's put you to the test, then, Dr. Bray says, and points to a locked weapons cabinet. Inside are two weapons. One's a glimmering pulse rifle, the other a brilliant sword with a blade, laid like a chainsaw. Thing looks like it could cut through titanium. We tried to bypass the cabinet security while Clovis 1 was training, but no luck. The weapon's cabinet scans Clovis 1 as he approaches. Welcome back, Clovis, it says as it unlocks. He takes the sword in hand and smiles. You should take that one, Clovis 1 tells Dr. Bray. Should I now? How else are we going to look awesome taking the vex down together? She nods, grabs the rifle and slings it over her shoulder. Looks badass. Dr. Bray grabs something else from the cabinet and pockets it. Looks like a memory bank. Why does she need that? How's it feel? Dr. Bray asks. Like it was made for me, Clovis One says, admiring the craftsmanship of the sword. In fact, it was. A voice booms over the PA system. The AI again. Always watching. Always listening. You should know, strong as you are, this is likely suicide. The Vex truly have disrupted the cloud memory collection system, so your memory banks are no longer transmitting data moment to moment. Anyone who dies out there will be rebuilt here from the previous imprint. Then we take imprints now and live with it. Some will stay here to keep bringing the rest of us back, Dr. Bray says. She makes a good point. Rapid memory degradation aside, the Vex are many, and they are cunning. It won't be long before they catch on and come after you here. If you're to do this, you'd best fight with everything you've got. Something lights up outside the office and down the hall. I've unlocked the armory. Foolish as you may be, I'd be the bigger fool to not support you in trying. This doesn't forgive what you've done. People died. People we can't bring back, Dr. Bray says. She is not back down. I seek no forgiveness, only a promise. <sighs> Always an angle. Do not destroy the portal. Who said anything about destroying it? The AI sighs. You. The first time you tried. First time. The memory bank you just slipped into your pocket that belonged to Elizabeth I. Dr. Bray just shakes her head. Why? Because I wanted you on my side, Clovis One is mad. It's too late for that. Dr. Bray puts a hand on his shoulder, calms him down. We won't destroy it, Clovis, she says, winking at Clovis One. Well then, stock up everyone, you have quite the fight ahead of you.
0: Banshee is using lament.
1: Yep. Great sword.
0: I'm wondering if the... I'm wondering if the Pulse Rifle is the, the uh, No Time to Explain.
1: I'm assuming it is. I'm doing big assumptions here that
0: it is. It, right. Like, there's nothing to say one way or the other. But
1: Yeah, but if it's a shiny Pulse Rifle, and it's the one that she's known for, and it looks badass, it's probably No Time to Explain. Right. Yeah. Um, she... It did this does answer one of our questions though. Um the vex have disrupted the cloud memory collection system so your memory banks are no longer transmitting data moment to moment. Yeah. Anyone who dies out there will be rebuilt here from their previous imprint. So that answers all the questions we had last episode. It does. Mhm. Yay. Questions answered.
0: That also means that because of the Vex occupation mm-hmm. on Europa as guardians, like mm-hmm. we're seeing it now, like we wouldn't be able to bring back our Cade.
1: No. No, it would be whatever um, his last update, his last um, imprint was. Right. When he was there. So when he was a security guard. as right. Probably it's Cade Six, but before so, he was a guardian. Right.
0: It would be Cade Six, yeah. but it would be before he was a guardian. So before yeah. the whole personality swap.
1: Mm hmm. <clears throat> yeah.
0: So it's, it's like I've said before we would get a Cade back, but not our Cade.
1: Exactly. Ah. <sighs>
0: Let's see. Man, Clovis is a douche.
1: He really is. Also, why would he say do not destroy the portal?
0: The only thing I can think of is because he he wants to keep production going. I mean, he's gone completely mad with Exos. Like, that is his life's work. Yeah. So he wants to keep it going as long as he can. Right. And he wouldn't be able to do that if the portal was destroyed.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I just... He's such a douchebag.
1: (laughs) This also confirms... um... What I said in the last episode about the memory bank, about it belonging to Elizabeth one. Yeah. So the E one through eight fifteen. <laughs> what? <laughs> so if this belonged to E one, like what? Which one? What's what number is she on now?
0: Yeah, that's. A very disturbing question.
1: hmm
0: Because at this point, we don't know what one she yeah, is
1: no on. We have no idea, because she's just the Exo Stranger. She doesn't use a number, you know?
0: Right. And, like, that's even before all of the, the time loop shenanigans. So like she really could be thousands of years old. Cause you figure, you know, Europa's you know, all the the things happening there are probably two years?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At most. She's probably lived. Thousands of lifetimes. hmm God. That's. That's just.
1: Isn't that awful?
0: Yeah. But now my. My big question is. Where. So like. We have. Somewhat. You know, where she's been from the point of, um, you know, our guardian waking up. And hell, even then, from the city age mm-hmm. to now. But we don't have anything before that. Like, there's still a huge gap in her life that we don't know about. Right. God. Still so many questions.
1: This season's really dark when it comes to the Bray family. <laughs> like,
0: oh yeah. We knew just, that going in with, with I know. The, journal.
1: the collector's edition is just like so just oh man.
0: We knew that going in with the journal. I know. With that huh. one exo just writing on the wall or writing in huh. in the notebook, you know, I have died, yeah. I am dead.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Cool. You want to read the next one, yeah? No A two, okay.
0: Recovered memory, No A two. June fourth, six a.m. We storm Europa with everything we have. I've never seen anything like it. His strength, agility, unmatched. Vex after vex, sliced through like butter. That sword of his, wailing like a banshee, seeking vengeance carrying the weight of thousands of lost souls. It seems like a pain lingers inside Clovis I, as if he fights not just for those we've lost, but to fill a void that was occupied by fear in a previous life. Likely, the same fear that brought every one of us to Europa and opened the very gates to tell. That void begins to fill once again. This time, not with fear, but with love. Dr. Bray stands valiantly alongside him, rifle in hand, leading the charge with ferocity and strength of will. These are the leaders we needed, leaders guided by hope. We fall, we rise. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We fight alongside them. Those of us who can make our way across Europa and into the glassway, where the portal resides, we fall, we rise. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Over and over, we fight, we fall, we rise, rinse and repeat. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. Thirty every time we get a little bit closer, every time more and more vexed bodies pile up, it infuriates them. they flow faster, they fight harder, the numbers increase, they know now what we're after. They throw everything at us, but Clovis thirty and Doctor Bray are unrelenting, sword slicing effortlessly stroke after stroke rifle blaring like thunder bullet after bullet we fall we rise 31 32 33 34 35 36 37 38 39 40. the constant reboots aren't without sacrifice a number of memory banks begin to fry from rapid overuse a few of us are never coming back we know this we rise 41 42 43 we finally make it to the inner chamber of the glassway where the portal resides it's barely visible blocked by the horde of vex that defend and pour from it in the midst of it all is a giant vex the one dr bray told us about a floating doomsday vex with the wraparound shield that resembles a hydra there's no fear in their faces in the midst of all this the two braes stand strong they rally the few of us that remain lead us towards a task far beyond daunting one that should by all rights be impossible but they show us the truth that with enough courage and compassion anything's possible together they're the lament that carries the voices of every soul lost to these mindless machines. With Clovis 43's final strike, the blade shatters into pieces. He doesn't care. The deed is done. As the final piece of that monstrous hydra hits the ground, we burst into cheers. The very few of us that remain. Dr. Bray lets me do the honors. After all, I was there when this all started. The command runs. The portal shuts off. We did it. And now, we destroy it," Clovis 43 says. He wants it gone for good. No, Dr. Bray says. What? I thought she would agree. You know what this did. It has to go. Clovis, you, me, and every other Exo. We deserve the life we were promised. This portal falls, and we die we lose that life. And if we're gone, and the Vex finds some other way back, humanity is doomed. So let's shut it down. Hell, let's swallow the damn key. But the portal stays. Clovis 43 sighs. I hope I don't live to regret this. Same goes, she says sincerely. Hmm... I like how it literally counted up the forty-three lives of Clovis.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where you don't catch on at first until you're like, "Oh man!"
0: Once like it, that's what it's. Once, once it, it
1: gets, yeah,
0: yeah. Like once it got to counting up to thirty, I was like, "Wait, I wonder if these are exo lives." And then it's like, "But Clovis 30. and I'm like, "Ah ha ha!"
1: Yeah. When it got to over and over, we fight, we fall, I was like, oh, shit, that's what it's doing. Yeah. But um, this is like, honestly, kind of like a badass fight that they're talking about. I mean, it's no, it's no, like, there's, there have been some lore books where they've had, like, a very visceral, like, fight scenes that have been really kind of described where it's like this guy's arm just got ripped off and like this guy just got his face like pummeled into the ground and um, I'm thinking what is it the uh, pigeon and the phoenix had a really great fight scene um, yeah like at the beginning when it was what was it battle of the six fronts was that Was was it that battle
0: I believe so
1: it was so good like stuff like that but this is really good too because I think this is more of like an emotional kind of telling of the battle which I like also
0: definitely Mm -hmm. I I like how like all throughout Beyond Light you know Clovis is being painted as this evil man Mm -hmm. but then he acts like, we actually come up with um, Banshee,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, Clovis 43, and right, he's actually not that bad of a guy. He's like, not. And in fact, I mean, they describe him as the leader we all needed. And yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah, I do too. And... He's and they keep using kind of the term courage and compassion, and all of these like kind of terms you'd use to describe like a man of honor and you know valiant and stuff like yeah. that, so th- which are not things you would use to describe. Clovis at all but they are things you would you would use to describe Banshee so I think at this point like this battle and even before this this is really what changed him into Banshee right but this is um this is like running a Grandmaster Nightfall with two people (laughs) essentially and all you're using is a sword and a pulse rifle this is like Super except, mega Doppler hard. <laughs> There's except, other people. Well, no, like, mm-hmm.
0: except for the fact that they died. I mean, hell, Clovis died at least for 42 times.
1: Yeah, but they're also not guardians. Yeah. That's insane. They just have guns. They don't have supers. They don't have, you know, the ability to just make light grenades. Yeah. They just all they have are guns and a chainsaw sword. You're you're not wrong. Yeah, I know. It's crazy.
0: And see, I this, mean, this just makes me love Banshee even more.
1: It's they went on a suicide mission and they succeeded. And right. then she's like, and then she's like, yeah, now nah, we're not gonna shut this down. Like what? Right. Okay. I mean, from the scientist's perspective, I see that. I do see it from her perspective of like, I want to give our people a chance.
0: I I do, too, to an extent. But at the same time, it's like. I mean, this is the Vex we're talking about.
1: The Vex are going to find a way regardless. I think.
0: Right. I just yeah. I'm I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay. She's trying to look at it logically and it's Yeah. I I think that's the problem is that she's looking at it logically and everybody else is looking at it from a pure emotional standpoint.
1: Yeah. But I think she is very much like her grandfather in that respect that she looks at things emotionally and she wants to um what's a good I don't know I think she is she is ever the the logician the lo- logician is that the word Log, log- logic, logic person
0: I don't know I, it's a, she's uh, logical
1: yeah, she's very logical and she's very big picture and they are not. And right. unfortunately that that sometimes that means that you know, yeah, it doesn't feel good, but it's maybe what's better for everybody.
0: Right. Which sucks. And I and like, I get that. It's just I'm siding with everybody else. It's like it's the vex. Destroy the thing. Destroy yeah. the thing.
1: I'm kind of siding with her on this one. Like, I'm always the person that's like, if you can shut up, stomach. geez If you're the person that can, like, keep a resource open as, like, a just in case, like, keep the resource. Even if you're like, yeah, I don't know.
0: And it it makes sense to an extent. It's just i'm I'm looking at it purely from an emotional standpoint,
1: yeah, i'm I don't know how to do that.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: I know <laughs> okay. Should we read the last one? Sounds good. All right. this is recovered memory clovis forty three June thirteen. p.m. So, it's come to this, I say, trying to be cheeky. Come to what? Elsie asks. I didn't bring you back to Exoscience just to take a stroll through the snowstorm, I say. She laughs. No, I didn't think you did. I have a gift for you. Through those doors. He's through those doors. Exactly. I pat her on the shoulder before we walk inside to find the Clovis AI all alone. If it isn't the saviors of Europa, done cleaning up the rest of the colony? The AI asks. Just about, I say, nodding to Elsie. The AI knows what's coming. You don't have to do this, Clovis one. It's 43 now, and my name isn't Clovis, not anymore, I say, and look to Elsie. Do the honors? Gladly, she steps towards the main console, scans in. But I... He tries to plead, we're not letting his snake oil words land on slick ears ever again. She enters a series of complex codes into the console, then says the final magic words, deactivate artificial intelligence. The light in the giant Exo's eyes goes out. If Elsie could smile, I know it would be huge. Well then, she says, can we finally get off this icy hell moon? Not quite yet. I've got one last request. You're sure about this? This is the last of the Radiolarian fluid, you know, she says. Many of the souls we lost at the hands of the Vex and the Terror of Clovis were gone for good. But we managed to bring back a few. Got them all off-world. Now it's just us, soon to part ways forever. I get her apprehension. Elsie finally gets a grandfather worth her time, and now I'm about to get a fresh reboot. She deserves to know why. When we added Bank E1 through 815 to your current imprint, all those memories came back to you. About your family, sisters, brother, mother and father. About the pain, the loss, the guilt. Yeah. Elsie, I caused that. You're not him. I'll always be the ghost of him, no matter how hard we try to ignore it. And you, you deserve to be free from that person. She bows her head, which tells me she agrees. It pains me to no end. There was a world where we were a happy family. This isn't it. We both know it. I place a tablet in front of her. What's this? It's his journal. Yours, if you want it. Lock it away if you don't. It's mostly encrypted, anyway. I read a bit. The kind of person I was. I'm fear-driven, obsessed with legacy. I won't become that not again. It's time for you and your siblings to rebuild the Bray legacy the right way. Or tear the whole damn thing down. I can see how badly she wants to. Maybe she will someday. All right then, she says. I don't really know how to say goodbye, but she does. She pulls me in for the first hug I've ever had. Holds me tight. We share the moment. A reverie of what could have been. A passing glance through the looking glass. I wish I could shed a tear right now. Doesn't matter. I feel it anyway. She does too. Do me a favor, I ask. Anything. That nickname the other exos gave me? Add it to my imprint with my number? She laughs. It's good to hear it one more time. You really like it, don't you? It's growing on me. Okay then, Banshee. I step into the pod. Doors close. I give her a little wave. Let's see what 44 has in store. (laughs) Like,
0: when I first read this entry, I did not see it coming
1: no me neither and i did what everyone else did which was read this entry and nothing else right and so i was like how the fuck did we get here right <laughs> from like the beginning like it's so it was and i talked to other people who were i was playing with at the time and it was very much like it was texting sam and mandy like my two bffs that i play with and being like have you read this entry read it right now because i have to yell about it (laughs) and then it was just like an all caps like discord conversation for like 10 minutes (laughs) just mandy and i screaming at each other and being like how are we supposed to go over to Banshee and not be like the fuck but that's because we hadn't read the rest of the book. We'd only read this entry.
0: Right. So you're thinking he's Clovis and... Just... In hiding or something. Yeah, because right. we didn't know. Right.
1: Yeah. And the, reading the rest of it and putting it all together, it's totally different.
0: It is. But still, like, it's it's a lot of, like, what the fuck?
1: It's such a transformation. I mean, he's it's totally... Like it is Banshee, and he is a good person. Yeah. And it, this kind of proves that people can be redeemed, I think. It does. It's also like the nature versus nurture thing, maybe.
0: Yeah. I, I could totally see that as well. Um,
1: like just because you have the memories or just because you are given the ability to be evil doesn't mean you're going to choose to be evil. Right. Because he chose not to be, obviously.
0: And it's... Like, it, it's the transformation from Clovis to Banshee that I just... It makes it even more impressive.
1: Mm-hmm. It does, yeah.
0: Because, like, he had every chance to stay exactly the same way he he was. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the fact that he didn't, it just, it it makes the character more impressive. Right. And, like, I'm never going to be able to look at Banshee the same way. I'm still going to love him. (laughs) Like, he's still an amazing character. It's just... Now it's kind of impressive that he was able to turn his life away from the evil shithead that he used to be in a previous life. Yeah. Hell, I mean, this is the same exact argument with with Crow. Yeah. Like, it's the same exact argument.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... Crow was given all the opportunities to be evil and choose bad because he's been treated so poorly and he's chosen to be good. I think. And,
0: and hell, like, he's given all the reason.
1: Yeah. He is given all the reason. Like, I would not blame him if he just flew off the freaking handle.
0: Except I I think a lot of it boils down to Glint.
1: You know, I... <sighs> Would we have to do his lore? I'm gonna have such a fucking problem doing that lore bug. I want to oh, hate I know. So, oh my god.
0: I know, Ugh. but I I honestly think that Glint is mm-hmm. the the conscience that Fro needed.
1: I know. I hate it. <laughs>
0: Fuck. <laughs> What, So,
1: to mm-hmm. anybody
0: listening, if you hate Aldrin and you hate Crow because he used to be Aldrin, why don't you hate Banshee because he used to be Clovis?
1: Yeah, guys, stuff and things.
0: There's a fun experiment for you. Ah. <sighs> So, uh, so Orchid, did you like the book?
1: I did like the book. This book is excellent. Uh, it's very well written. I really like how much dialogue is in it because I love dialogue-heavy books. Um, I really don't like... I, th- I feel like books that have a lot of dialogue are more of like a show-don't-tell kind of book because you have to experience things through the character and less through of like... The purple prose that is like a, the mist on the ground and the twinkling starlight and the bullshit with the fucking bleh, retching in the forest with the <laughs> so the I uh Mara Senna comes to mind. Um, but see, I don't like books like that.
0: Yeah, the Mara Senna but, was essentially meant to be bible i know
1: i know but i just i it books like that are hard for me to read i am more of a dialogue person and in my own writing that's how i write and so i'm more partial to that so i'm a little bit biased um but i yeah and so i mean that's my own bias coming through saying that like i prefer I prefer to read books that are very dialogue heavy because that's how I, that's how I like to write my own stuff. But this, I really do like this book a lot because the transformation of Banshee's character or Clovis's character from uh, an EXO that doesn't know anything to experiencing kind of the evils of the Clovis AI and seeing he's, he is essentially a, a newborn that's taking in all of this information, seeing the evil and what everyone's going through, and um, the hardship and the death and the difficulty that they're going through, and how Elsie is doing her best to try to save as many people as possible and get them off Europa to save their lives, but the AI instead just blows their ship up. And then that kind of like cements it for him that like, oh shit, like the, his past, his, his past life, I guess you could say, it doesn't care about humans at all. So let's change that. Let's be better and let's do our best to save as many people as we can. And, you know, that's. I think that's that's the progression that he leads through, and I love a heroic story. Like, yeah, I love a change. I love the stories where you have that that real nice character change. So, like stories like this are my favorite. Oh yeah. Did you like the story?
0: I did. Um, it like you said, it, it's a hero story, mm-hmm. and I. It's a hero that you can actually rally behind. And, you know, the big reveal at the end, although we didn't leave it as a reveal. um,
1: Sorry! um,
0: But even though we didn't leave it as a reveal, like, that changes your perspective on a character a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like... For the better or for worse, I mean, for me, it's it's. I now feel better about Banshee himself. Like he is a hero. He's not just that poor, sad character who's sitting in the tower who got reset, you know, forty three times and can't remember to tie his own shoes. So, right. like, I I feel better about him now. Mm-hmm. Um and it's an origin story too. You know, it's it's Banshee's origin and we get a little bit of the exo stranger in here, you know, Elizabeth and
1: it's her origin story too. Yeah. In a way in a way. I mean, we got her kind of her dark future origin story. But we also get this origin story.
0: Right. And there's also the fact that I'm also comparing Banshee's story with crows. Right. They both have past lives. They both know that those past lives were assholes. And they don't want to know about those past lives. Banshee, unfortunately, has it forced on him and crow kind of does in a way too because guardians keep killing him. Oh, man.
1: The the amount of times that yeah, we'll get into it when we actually read his his lore book. I'm just like yeah. it's totally in my fo- in my the front of my mind cuz we just we both just did the Hawkmoon quest and it's just I mean, like, we both read the, like, we both have read the lore tab from the ship, like, many times. Mm -hmm. So we knew already, and we figured anyway, because we both kind of went through the same thing at the, after he became a guardian when we saw the cutscene.
0: Yeah. Well, and heck, we did an episode on it.
1: We did do an well, episode of We on
0: as it. the podcast.
1: Yeah, we as the podcast, I was not there. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been a very different episode of was there.
0: <laughs> And and now the funny thing is there's actually a lore book that's being released that mm-hmm. is tied to um Crow's life between the res and between when we meet him. Really? Called A Tangled Web. So, we're going to have to cover Ooh. that at some point.
1: Yeah. That'll be fun. Anyway, but, I'll you. Yeah. That yeah. Was, so that was a fun book. I like this book a lot.
0: I do too. Uh, so, Orchid, you have any shout outs?
1: Shout out to my stomach that is trying to be a co host on this podcast. <laughs>
0: what do you mean trying to be (laughs) I heard more from your stomach than I have from you Like,
1: shut up I'm sorry this is what happens when I just have coffee for breakfast
0: well yeah because coffee alone is not breakfast
1: yeah I know this has been a conversation we had many, many 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 times yeah many Except many, no, many, I
0: don't really many. care what your response is, so
1: I know. <laughs> uh shout out to um Speakable Auto and Mr. Electric Nick for taking um me through the uh Deepstone Crypt Raid again. Which was fun. Um
0: it is my fi- my favorite raid.
1: It was so good and we it was a really fun um it was a they're doing in my clan um they're doing teaching raids um and they're doing them every Tuesdays and Saturdays which is super super fun and <laughs> it's just like um but it's like or thursdays and saturdays yeah and i mean australian time but it's a lot of just so much fun and i've i don't think i've had as much fun playing destiny as i have with my clan in a long time because i got to play with um with soul and hippo who are two really good friends of mine and i hi guys i know you listen to the podcast hello um and so like they were in the raid with me so the three of us were learning and then like um speaks who also listens to the podcast hi was teaching us um and it was just like it was so much fun. I haven't had so much fun in like forever. And I don't like raiding. And that was a fun raid. And I want to do it again. So, yeah.
0: Like I said, it is my favorite raid. It, and it's
1: just so good.
0: Like that beats out Wrath of the Machine and King's Fall and all that. So, yeah, I totally yeah. understand.
1: Yeah, it was really good. So I am like raring to do it again. I just need to like sign up for a time. Like I I'm learning more. They made us do like all of the actual um, steps, like all the important stuff. So I actually learn how to do it, which is good because I need to learn how to do it. You know,
0: so that's how I try and teach it.
1: Yeah, so because they made us do jobs, like I am slowly learning how to do the jobs. Um so I'm feeling a little more competent now. But as a person who does not raid, all capital letters, um I'm feeling like maybe I could be a person that maybe possibly raids once in a while and like chooses to. So, hey, changing from person who just does PVP to maybe person who does raids. Look at me, evolving as a character. <laughs> Hooray. Elvis, do you have any shout outs?
0: Yeah. Uh Ishtar Collective as always. Hi, Baxter. Because um, <laughs> makes it easier for my show notes. Yay. Um, and you know what? Shout out to my brother. Uh he's Yay just finishing up his uh classes for the the term and uh haven't really played with him in a while we talk every now and then uh but it's more of like I'm antisocial and I'm dealing with ha- not having really been outside in like 9 months so yeah yeah so I'm shouting him out. Even though he's probably not gonna hear it for a while. If at all Probably.
1: Oh well. Hi Kite.
0: Love you, buddy. I'll
1: shout him out too. Mm-hmm.
0: And with that being said, our reminders, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore, at hey it's orchid, at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com you can leave us a review and if you leave us a review jump in our discord let us know
1: that's about it almost say goodbye goodbye bye
0: You like the book?
1: (gasps) You asked the question I usually ask. I was not prepared for this. Yes, I love this book. This book is so good. It's so well written. Um it is. Um, I really like near Shh, Quiet. My God. Never oh my okay, so a hot tip for people who are podcasting, don't podcast on an empty stomach. Because apparently I have never eaten food ever my stomach has never ground so loudly
0: in my life that actually reminds me I'm ordering food
1: I need to I have to work today so I'm gonna go straight to work after this I just have to put clothes on so I have clothes on now but I need to put other clothes on that are not you know leggings and a t-shirt I felt like I had to say that I'm wearing clothes <laughs>
0: considering I was going to cut this before, and now this is going to be bloopers.
1: God damn it!
0: Like, this was totally going to be cut. I can't do it now. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because you felt you had to explain that you weren't naked.
1: problem (laughs) you know what I could podcast naked you would never know because I'll have a webcam (laughs) hey you do you it's too cold it's winter time my house is 60
0: degrees I consider doing this episode in my boxers so I mean
1: Elimiz you have a roommate
0: (laughs) my door's closed
1: I mean, do it with the door open. I'll give you $5.
0: You go ahead and send that $5. I will open my door. Oh my
1: God. I'll slip it in your Christmas card.
0: I want pictures
1: from your roommate. Oh God.